You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, I think you're kind of acting like a bit of a mammoth threat, Sarah. A what, a what? A mammoth threat. A ma- a mammal theft. See, I'm trying to like incorporate more words into so like my a language. Mammogram? You know, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not trying to do too much here, but I feel like it's time to jazz up my lingo. So, uh, you know, don't be such a gongoozler. A gongoozler? That yes. sounds like someone. Wait, a gongoozler. That sounds like something a shuler would say, Sarah. That's all I'm saying. What See, is going on? See, it's like a word day, there. only I'm putting all of the words into one I day. I think Greg might be having a stroke. I'll explain what's know. going on. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet where for podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today, but I do want to say thank you. To everyone who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, the Amazon link. The good old Amazon link. Clicking on the Amazon link is a wonderful way to go online shopping. Trusty, reliable Amazon link. And we do appreciate it so much and so so grateful. We do, and it really does help does. us out. So if, you, you know, if you're thinking about it, if you're like, I kind of feel like purchasing something online, what's the best way to go about that? And how can I support my friends, Greg and Sarah? The best way, too, is to go to FunPlayRadio.com and click on that Amazon link there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So easy. And uh, also, one other note of business here, just at the top of the show. I'm already, like, clicking the cards like I'm David Letterman over here. Oh, my God, you are. It's coming so See, I can't have the hands. That's like when we used to do Sportlandia, and you'd take the pen, and you'd, like, tap the Mm, pen. Yeah, tap the the pen sometimes. I see. I can't have something in my hand, or else I want to tap it on something. Mm, You can do the card thing, though. It sounded kind of cool. The card thing did it until I called it out. All right. Whenever Nona... No, I already screwed it up. Wow. See, now you're focusing that too was much it. on That was my audition. Thing. Yeah, it's already done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other note of business. What do you want to say? Uh, coming up next Thursday, March 23rd, will be the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Oh, my goodness. At the Landmark Saloon, where we'll be proudly sponsored by Bridgeport Brewing. Bridgeport is a wonderful, wonderful company here out, in, out of Portland, Oregon. And... Also, uh, Tullamore Dew Whiskey. Oh, my goodness. So they'll, they'll be our two fine sponsors for the event. It'll it be a gonna, delicious night, Greg. It is going to be a very delicious night. And also, um, if you did order a tote bag, I will be bringing them with me to Bingo Night. So if you've been like, hey, I haven't been around, you know, been able to get around, get down to the studio and come pick it up. Why don't you come hang out with us, play some free bingo, get your bag. It'll yeah. Be fun. So if you did already order one, and again, there was a limited supply. So those uh, tote bags were only on sale for a short amount of time. But if you did order one and you selected pickup, yeah, that is a perfect night to come down and do it. Mm. So it's at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division on March 23rd, 2017. So come on down there and hang out. All right. Um, before we get to, uh, before I explain everything, about uh, about why I'm using these words and and what's going on here. Yes, what, I want to educate everybody. Over there. I'm going to educate everybody. I do like things. to learn things. Um, before we do that, though, like you should totally renew your PO box if it's uh, you know running. Sarah <laughs> learned that today. If you get a warning letter, you shouldn't just think that oh maybe they just accidentally gave me a warning letter because we're totally on auto pay and uh, maybe our card didn't expire and I forgot to change out the card so maybe we totally lost our entire you know eight year address. Yeah. But that didn't happen, so uh, things are okay. So yeah, it's important to pay attention Lessons to things like learned. that. I do. If wanna... you get a warning, just pay attention to it. That's all I'm saying. That's a well, the That's more a, like, you know from the Sarah. The more you know. The more you know from Sarah. I didn't have the sound effect ready. I didn't know we were doing Life it. But, uh, so there is something though I need to address, and you know we we've been talking about how we're trying to use Twitter more, and we're trying to be better about it, especially 
we, we need to get better at at Fun Imp Radio. Please follow at Fun Imp Radio. But then, of course, our, our personal accounts, which are at Greg Nibbler and at Sarah Dillon. And wait, Sarah Dillon or Sarah X Dillon? Sarah X Dillon, Sarah Greg. X Dillon. Sorry, I just had somebody follow. I wonder who Sarah Dillon is. Now I want to take a look. I'm going to have to t- see if I can figure that out. Uh, but there is um, – We've been talking about this over the last few months, and I've tried to make it very clear. I want to reiterate it over and oh, over. I do own that... Sarah Dillon. <laughs> oh, you own Sarah Dillon too? But wait, it just followed you? No. Oh, because I have it. Uh, I... Wait, does somebody else have it and is posing no, as you? No, no, because I remember I saved it because it says, yeah, it has my website on it. And on April 9th, 2009, I wrote, hey, guys, I use my other Twitter account. Find me at twitter.com slash Dillon. Oh, so all the other Sarah Dillons are going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. I've been squatting on that for eight years. Yeah. Ew, I don't want to say squatting so, on um, that. No, That's awful. People it's... have been tweeting to you, by the way. I've uh, been posting to you as Sarah Dillon. Or no, I guess that was quite a while ago. That was 2009. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, so it's Sarah X Dillon. Is what hers is on there. Yeah. By the way, if you go to hashtag Sarah Dillon, there's some other person who is uh, who is uh, a Sarah Dillon, is a it brunette that same? Sarah. Oh, no. is it the the singer? No, this looks like a younger person. Younger is than the other one. Is it the one that tried to fight me? I don't know if it is or not. Do you remember that girl who was just like, "I'm a Sarah X too, bitch," and she was like trying. To... Oh yeah, I said there was. Oh only no, room Sarah for Dillon. One Sarah I recognize X. her. No, we've been fighting through the years through all different. How do you fight? Like well, just for, because for I had the, the I accounts? had the MySpace tag, but MySpace was that big thing. Oh, this is her. Oh, it's the same Sarah Dillon, yeah. Oh, boy. Wow, still after all these years. After huh? all these years. No, so uh, she tried to buy my MySpace handle, remember? But yes. I should have just totally sold it to her because, I mean, what's Yeah, but you never know, just on uh, just on principle alone. Yeah. I mean, I think you'd probably hold on to that. No, so, uh, yeah, she tried to buy it from me. And, ev- like, for, yeah, since I've been Sarah Dillon, which has been, you know, my entire life, it's, yeah. uh, as soon as, it, you know, Social media was a thing. We've been battling over names. Wow. Yeah. Somewhere out there, she hates Oh, she's you. a singer. She has a really good voice. She's a couple years younger than me. She hates you, though. She hates me so much. Yeah. She so absolutely much. Especially, does. like, look at me squatting on the... That's, I need to stop saying squatting. That's the worst word. Uh-huh. Uh, when I'm just, like, sitting there just holding on to this Twitter account for eight years that I haven't used. She is so pissed about that. Make her an offer. See Ooh. what she wants to pay for it. Oh, I wonder what she actually has. I don't know. That's just I'm just saying she that's really something. She used like do. a middle initial, like how uh, Sean Jordan had to. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's possible. Well, anyway, you're the uh, scourge to her. But we're we're talking about Twitter, and I do. I always want to make this clear because I, uh, you know, on Twitter you can. It is possible. I've heard that you can buy followers. I do not buy followers, but mm-hmm. I have How many become, followers do you have, Greg? I have uh, had a drastic increase in Twitter <laughs> followers over the last uh, few months, going from maybe like 3,000 to maybe 47,000, 46,000, uh, because... You have 46.7,000. 7, 46. Are you kidding me? And the reason a lot of this is just because... Because I also work for Digital Trends, and I feel like I've explained this several times, but I just want to make sure it's clear out there so people don't think I'm buying followers. Uh, that be, because I also work for Digital Trends, people that work for Digital Trends, Twitter put them on some kind of follow list. So when new accounts open up, be them bots or regular people, there's always that page that says, hey, f- now follow some people. Well, I guess our names show up on that quite a bit, um, people who work for Digital Trends. So now I get that all the time. So well, I have just. Popular. N- not. That's the thing. It's not really. I mean, it's a lot of bots. 
is a, it's a lot of bots. So why do the bots want to follow you? I don't understand bots. I don't understand because, the world of bots. Because when you sign up for a new Twitter account, and it may have been a while since you've done this, you sign up and then it's, it walks you through the steps, like it set your username. Okay, verify this. Now follow some people. And then it comes up with a page with like 50 different accounts that you can just press one button to say follow all, and it'll just follow all these people. That's usually like celebrities or industry things, or if somebody selects maybe they're interested in tech, then maybe that maybe some of our names come up. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happens. And so it's just following all. It's not really somebody going to my page and going, oh, I'm really interested in what Greg has to say. Because that's that, you know, sometimes it is. And that's fine. I do not want to discourage anybody from following me. But yeah, that's, I feel like I always over you have a lot. This. So you have a lot of eggs. I have a lot of eggs. Yeah. But yesterday, oh my God, it's Sarah so X weird. Dylan ended up having something that, uh, that was really that weird. To her. So you may remember Sarah making fun of me incessantly about this, about the about the uh, number of about the follower thing, about the bots following. Well, because you and, went from like two thousand to five thousand to fifteen thousand to forty seven thousand. Yeah, and the only way to stop it is if I made it so I had to approve each account, which would suck because then actual people who want to follow me, there's a percentage of that that are actually people trying to follow me. Mm. Then I would have to go through and improve, find them through the middle of all that. Yeah, it's just so, not worth it. So we we're it's comparing. Just, it also completely devalues Twitter. But uh, Oh, like it has value to begin with. Well, I mean, I find it interesting for news. Like, I really like it for news. Yeah, I'm posting use, things every now and then. You use Twitter more than I do. I just have it kind of linked to my Instagram account because I like sharing like, pictures See, on Instagram there. I don't use. And we don't need to have another social media show. But the main issue is this. It's that Sarah, after all of that making fun of me for the bot accounts, whoa, lo and behold, yesterday. Oh my God, it was somebody it's amazing. was ecstatic because it was happening to her. And that wasn't funny. You couldn't make fun of that. No. But Sarah. No, so yesterday, when, uh, <laughs> uh, yesterday morning, I, I received a notification. It's like you have seven new followers. And I've had about 5,000 for a while now. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I, I'm getting some followers. I don't know why. And then as the day goes on, like every 10 seconds that go by, I'm getting like three or four more followers. Again, this isn't a bragging thing. These are no, bots. no, because they're yeah. bots. They're bots. But I don't know where they're coming from. But it makes me look cool-ish <laughs> until you see that all my followers are bots. But it kept going on and on and on to the point where you know Greg's had this done too. And Greg and I yeah. were having a, a bot off to see – uh, who could get more followers in 20 minutes? I ended up getting what? Like, of fake people. Of fake, again. again we're not vapid talking about how. No, it's a bot off. It's, yeah. It's bots. Fake that people. Are, like eggs. Like egg Twitter egg followers for some reason decided to start following me yesterday. Yeah. Or there's another issue here. Now, are they just following you? Or did somebody... Perhaps on the other side of this table decide, oh, you know what? I'm a little bit... Bullshit. You know that I would never... You know... Uh, I know you would never pay. You know that I would money. never do that. However, yes, I what will if... spend thirty dollars on a Nars blush, but I will not spend five dollars or however much. How much do cop like I don't followers know. even cost? I don't know. You can do the same thing with face. You can do it with any kind of social media account, and then they just right, flood you with bots. Twitter um, follower. However, what I'm wondering is though, Sarah, what if I'm just proposing something here, just in, just a uh, pontificating? What if somebody bought them for you? The gifted me bots? I got a yeah, the bot gift, gift of bots. Now, I'm going to say right now, it was not me. I would not do that. I wouldn't spend money on that. And let a, No, that just absolutely is not me. Whoa, this is However, a huge thing. What if... Buying uh, Twitter followers. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's a, there's a, like a whole business and industry about it. Uh, so what if, uh, what if perhaps... Instead of a bouquet of flowers, someone got me a bouquet of what bots? What if like somebody who listens to a the show bought you, bought you bots? 
They bought me bots? Do you think that's possible? Okay, I think Has that anybody it, written you and said anything about this? It could be possible because yesterday, so I, I started paying attention. I was hanging out um, with our buddy Tuggy, and I was like, I start, I'm starting to get all these Twitter followers. This is weird. And we were in a lift um, going somewhere, and I looked at my phone, and I had like uh, 5,300 followers. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to keep track of this because this is like 300 more than I had this morning. This is weird. Yeah. And as the day kept going on, I would refresh it. And every time I'd refresh, like, it would go up like 50, then 100. Like, when Greg and I did the bot off um, for the 20 minutes, because he's been getting so many lately, I'm like, all right, let's see if I can beat you. Greg got four, I think, and I got 250. Yeah. It's in 20 minutes. Like, this is not me being popular. This is I, some algorithm has picked me. So now I'm looking at this. Uh, now, yesterday I had like 5,030 followers today. I have 8,330. That's a lot in one day. Yeah. That is a ridiculous amount. Over 3,000 followers in less I mean, than at that rate, you're going to overtake me. I was hoping that when I woke up this morning, that was the first thing I thought. Yes. Yeah, I was I like, do the bots work overnight? This is why, you know, this, these, these aren't real followers, yet Sarah and I are still competing over who has the most bots following. So I'm just wondering, though, in that increase, if, if it increased that much, Maybe somebody paid for them because that's the key for me. I did Why not pay some, for anything. Can someone pay to have people follow somebody else? Sure. Yeah. You well, can remember, pay money for anything. Do you remember somebody, you toe? somebody in particular that we used to work with in radio who used to buy all of oh, the yeah. followers? Well, well, I mean, this is just a lesson for anybody who follows someone on Twitter. If you see somebody who's got like 500,000 followers and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. And then when they post How something, it only has like one like on it. You're like, yeah. Mm, that's because it's not real. Um or they're not real followers. Although I can't blame all those people now since it's happening to us. We're getting the bot thing. But anyway, that's you, the bottom line. I Greg, think maybe somebody... Did you buy me a bot, K? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I definitely didn't, Sarah, because that would make me a shuler, and I am no shuler. So that is the bottom what line is, for that. What is a shuler? All right. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah, the I want to know words. what you're doing because you have cards so, over there, and you're saying weird things, you and I don't know what's happening. I want to increase my vocabulary, and I want to... Oh, my uh, God. Stop hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> and I found this old box. You know, It was a gift at some point, and I don't remember whoever gave it to me, but it's just like a box of cards, like kind of like... You know, the like bathroom ones where it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to look at this. Oh, like Uncle John's bathroom book or whatever? Only this one is a series of cards. And this thing, this box of cards is called uh, Long Lost Insults. (laughs) It's forgotten English. So they're old English words that were insults that now I want to incorporate into my language and into my everyday uh, vernacular and and use these. So what I've been doing is kind of going through them. And picking out ones so that I can start insulting people. You know, because a lot of insults, you got to be careful what you say. These are old-timey ones. Surely these are fine to start using and calling people and bring them back and get add some more insults into uh, everybody's vocabulary. Oh, so, because see, because all these you know slang terms start from somewhere. Remember, they're like ebbs and flows of things that people say. Yeah. Like uh, I remember we've talked about this before. Like when I was younger in Seattle, fresh was the thing to say. Yeah, what, fresh? No, we talked about this. How, like, yeah. you can kind of grab onto a word and all of a sudden it makes oh, it that's popular. Fresh. Yeah, oh, yeah, we love Oh, those that's, shoes are fresh. That's swass, man. So swass. Okay, no, we can't get on the swass kick again. Swass. Every time we talk about language, you start talking about goddamn swass. Swass is one of the greatest uh, words that was ever created. 
Uh, God bless Sir Mix a lot. That's all I'm saying. All right, so here's some other words we can put in. Okay, here's some <laughs> in the <laughs> live the chat. Warning. Funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, where if you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. You can tune in, listen to the show live, and you can always go back and join the chat and, and read the chat from And join our episodes. chat family. It is so fun. I look forward yeah. to it every day. Even if you can't listen live, you can go back and read the chat after the show. So whenever it is that you get a chance to download it and just follow along with the chat with the show. Uh, so Edward says, there is no way old-timey insults can be horribly racist. Yeah, I've <laughs> tried to preview these because some of them I have not read before. I've only picked out a couple of them because I just found this. But I've, I've made sure to read the back definition before I, before I that's say this. That's a very smart idea, Greg. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try to – I'm going to guess they didn't put out you know, a, a box of racist things, but it is just a random they box of cards. They would not put out a box of racist oh, things. Oh, you'd be surprised. I'm sure there is something like that out there. I just – I don't think this is one of them. But anyway, all right, so I'm going to explain what some of these are. So Yeah, what's the sh- – A mammothrept or a mammothrept. Mammothrept. That sounds like uh, getting a mammogram when you have strep throat. Kind of, yeah. Mammothrept. A mammothrept is a spoiled child. Ooh, you're such a mammothrept, Greg. Such a mammothrept? Mammothrept. Mammothrept. Oh, my God. You see that Michael Bryan over there? He's such a mammothrept. What a mammothrept. So That's that means not, a spoiled I don't, I don't child. like that one. I mean, I like ma- okay. mammothrept because it doesn't flow. It doesn't have a, a mammothrept. Solid, it's very hard. I don't think that I'll be able to remember that. Ugh, look at all already, those mammothrepts. We already have Michael Bryan, so I mean, well, Michael Bryan's our term. That's a fun employment radio term for a sport. Yeah, show. but I think it's uh, I think it's catching on. Okay, all right. Well, here let's try it. Let's try it some more. All right. So yeah, David yeah. David's saying a bit wordy. All right. So mammothrept. We'll we'll put that. One David's to the a, David's category. an intellectual too, so we have to. <laughs> okay. So we're we're putting that in the no pile. Mammothrept. Okay. All right. Well, here's uh, here's another one. A gongoozler. <gasps> Ooh, I like that word. Don't be a gongoozler. A gongoozler. Wait, why don't you – can you use it in a sentence? I have to try and figure out what um, it is. Okay. Ooh, yeah. We could, we could try that to yeah. see. Gongoozler. Uh, okay. I'm trying to understand the definition really quick. I don't – You have to understand the definition because that's such okay, a great yes, word. Okay, yes, 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 um, Stop staring at your sunglasses, you gongoozler. Uh, like obsessing about something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Like you at your phone with your phone. Um, oh, look, there's no, Greg not really gone googling his phone like, again. Can't you do something important instead of looking at your sunglasses, gone goozler? Like fi- okay. somebody who fixates the- on something that's not important. Kind of. Yes, it's an idle and inquisitive person who stands staring for prolonged periods at anything out of the common. Oh, that's like you with your phone or playing your. I guess you know, dinosaur game we may be saying that wrong. Either way, gungoozling is uh, is a good word, so I think we should be using that. Greg, one. we need to be working. Can you stop gungoozling on your phone over there? Okay, uh, here's a, a tw- Twitter bot in our live chat <laughs> that says uh, gungoozler is a person who enjoys watching activity on the canals of the United Kingdom. The term is also used more generally to describe those who harbor an interest in canals and canal life but do not actively participate. So it's a canal. So enthusiast. people who are. This doesn't have canal on this on this definition, but either way, gone goozler is a wonderful word. So I'm going to start using that for anybody that's uh, annoying me. Don't be a gone goozler. But that doesn't really. Okay, I I guess that works. It doesn't work. All right, what's that? Stop obsessing over your coffee cup, gone goozler. All right, here's uh, here's another one. (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out different words. This one I really like. Schuler. 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 I barely knew her. (laughs) S H O O L E R. Schuler. So a Schuler is basically, um, basically a pop-in. A pop-in. <gasps> Nobody a likes a pop-in. A pop-in is uh, a Schuler is one who intrudes upon his neighbor and forces an invitation to dinner. Ooh. So somebody who just shows up and like, hey, what are you guys doing? I'm coming along. That's a Schuler. Oh, I know. I've known some Schulers. Oh, we've known Schulers. Yeah, we know lots. Yeah, of Yeah, pop-ins. So the the person that just like I'm going to go ahead and join you. 
That's a shuler. That's it. Well, that could be a shuler. Yeah, mm-hmm. not necessarily, but if it's a very much clear they're forcing themselves in or like, hey, what are you doing for dinner tonight? Oh, I'm making dinner at home. Cool. I'll be there at six. That's oh, a shuler. Oh, that's a shuler. That's they a shuler. corner you. That's a shuler. So S H O O L E R. Apparently, there's multiple definitions of shuler, but according to these cards. <gasps> I feel like someone found like a boat specific, uh, like forgotten English. Yeah, because there's another definition that's showing up in the chat right now. That's what I'm going as a definition of a shuler. So I'm I'm saying it's a uh, all right. So it's a poppin. One who yeah, it's a poppin. A poppin. Nobody no, likes a poppin. Nobody, nobody likes, likes a shuler. Nobody likes a shuler. Nobody, nobody likes, likes a, a shuler. All right, I've got just a couple more. I like here. this one. I like gungoozler. Gungoozler's good. Mm-hmm. A shuler is good. Okay, we've got just a couple other ones here. So it looks like there's different definitions depending on where you look at it. Mm-hmm. There are some sailor definitions of a shuler, but that's oh, uh, that's also. Um, on Urban Dictionary, so I'm not entirely sure here. All right. Well, we all know that Urban Dictionary is 100% true. Urban Dictionary. Also, my cards are obviously mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. Okay, I'm I'm trying to, again, make sure that I'm not reading something that's going to be racist. Uh, good way for us to start the show off here. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, here's an insult. An insult to, uh, okay, a second lover. Oh, if somebody's having an affair. Ooh, what is it? An affair. So the person that they are having the affair with, like the affair e, right? Yeah, it's like the person. Like okay, there's that a they're, that they're cheating with. That they're cheating with. The significant the. Uh, yeah the the, the other mistress one. or the mistress or yes, the uh, or, scoundrel who or the mister. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what's the male term for mistress. Um, Asshole. I know some assholes. All right, so this one is uh, by Lehman. By Lehman? By Lehman. It's B-Y-L-E-M-A-N. Are you sure it's not by lemon? By lemon? Maybe it's by lemon. So how do you use that in a phrase? Okay, so, well, that person is a by lemon. Homewrecker, that's it. Homewrecker, yeah, okay. Homewrecker, yeah, that's good. Uh, so it, it, the definition here, according to the Dictionary of Archaic and Provincial Words of 1855, is a, <laughs> Thank you for the specific year. a second lover or gallant. It was anciently believed that twins could not be the genuine offspring of one man, a notion alluded to here. So it's kind of an insult to twins and... And to the woman that's carrying the twins. That's And rude. to the person who's, who's doing the cheating. So, by lemon. By lemon? By lemon. By lemon. Yeah. Wait, so this poor woman who's carrying twins is now being called a trollop. No, not, no, well, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah Because that's right. she's basically, they're saying she's basically fornicated with two men. It's kind because of. Because it's not true, it, like. It's kind of a three for insult. It's an, an insulting. That's a, that's a layered insult. It's insulting a woman who had twins. It's insulting the father of the twins, implying that there's another man as a father of one of his children. It's insulting the twins. And then it's also an insult to the person the one person who it should be insulting is the person who the affair e the home wrecker, if mm. you will. So a by lemon. That's very confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, twins should be very offended if you're a twin out there listening to this show, and anybody ever calls you a, a by lemon. That's that's a different kind of. Term. If we have We're any... not using it in that way. We're using it in a different way. Do so. we have? Do you think we have any twins that listen to the show? I, I would imagine we do. Well, do yeah. you think that it's like the set of twins, or you think one listens to the show and one doesn't? Do oh, you think that'd we be have a weird like? Thing. I would. I would. Be curious to know if, like, twins, like a set of twins, listen to the show. Um, I should have, <laughs> touch it out there, everybody. Listen to Fun to Play Radio. If you're a set of twins, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there are twins that listen to our show. Yeah, hmm. I'm sure that's happened. I'm, I'm trying to think here. I'm sure we know some twins that listen to the show. I'm sure we've met some at some point. I used to know a lot of twins when I was younger. 
But what, I do you think really... the twin population is dwindling? I think the twins are dwindling. I mean, it's not like they're going away. There's, there's twins out there. My first crush was a twin. Yeah? Mm-hmm. His name was Brooks. Brooks? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was a twin? Yeah, he was a twin. He had a twin brother named Todd. And my best friend Jenny and I, Jenny liked Todd and I liked Brooks. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Sklar brothers, of course. They're twins. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're our buddies. I don't think they listen to the show all the time, but they're, they're our buddies, so we know. They're actually our... coming to town this month. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we mm-hmm. need to make sure we have them in. So uh, buy, buy lemon. I will not call them a buy lemon, though. So make sure. That sounds like it's a bad word. Suman is so smart. And l- listen to that. It's because you were young. The twins lived together. You made no individual twins now and not know it. Wait, did you think that the twins would always be <laughs> hanging out together? No, but that makes it's not a like lot they of sense to, as to why I saw a lot people. of younger twins. They don't have to live their life together. No, I know. Together. But I mean, don't they have like twin instincts, like twin instincts where they have to like They don't have to other? dress the same no, or be near each other. Dress, but don't they like feel each other's pain and... I don't know. We'll ask some twins. All right. So when we have some twins, I'm not going to ask the Sklar brothers these questions. But but if there's anybody else that would like to answer Sarah's questions about twins, maybe we can uh, get somebody. Get somebody. I am in here. very fascinated by twins. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting. But don't call them uh, by lemons. By lemons. We don't even know if we're pronouncing that right. All right. So so to wrap up, I've got one Gong last Goosler. word here. We've got gongoozler. A gongoozler. I don't and, even know what you're that other one. The by lemon. Uh, a gongoozler, a shuler is a pop-in. Nobody likes a pop-in. Nobody likes a shuler. And then uh, the by lemon, which is an insult to twins, the parents of twins, and also... Um, uh, what is that? That reminds me of an old commercial. Wasn't it like, by menin? Wasn't that a commercial for something? I'm not sure. I don't know where you're going like, Every for. time you say by lemon, that's what I was thinking. I'm not really sure where you're going with that. All right, I've got one final one here. And this one, I think, is, is very important. It is a double insult. It depends on which, which one you look All at. Right, does it have as many layers as the last one? Because I got a little confused. Well, I'm only going to use the one insult definition in here. So there's only one that I'm concerned with. And this, the word is gammerstang. <gasps> I like that word. Gammerstang. 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 And the insult is an awkward, tall, slender person, male <laughs> or female. So it's a tolly insult. You know, they call me short and other various and terms and, and they're like, oh. midget and all those things. So when tall people call me, if, they, if a tall person calls me a name, I'm just going to reply with, quiet, you gammerstang. Are you and that, that will to, get them to stop. To Scott Daly. Scott Daly is the only one I'm going to insult. I yet, know, you gammerstang. <laughs> the nicest man in the world who never does anything. To He's be just funny. the nicest. <laughs> He's just the victim of my insults. Oh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> kicking a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I just say mean things to Scott Daly. He's, he's so nice. He's, he's <laughs> just an absolutely nice, genuine Bow person. Bow before me, gammerstang. <laughs> gammerstang. <laughs> So, yeah, the gammerstangs, now a word for a tall person, only if they're offensive to me. Not all tall people are gammerstangs. I'm pretty sure you find all tall people But all gammerstangs are tall people. I don't like this reverse logic that you've been using with everything lately. Oh, it's a good, it's a good little tactic. It isn't a good tactic. You it just is. say the same thing no, over and over again. Not all tall people are gammerstangs. But, but all gammerstangs, gammerstangs are tall are people. Tall people. You are so proud of yourself over there. Gammerstang. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I'm checking to see if I have any more Twitter followers yet. Nope, I'm still holding steady at All right. 8,330. Perhaps whoever bought them for you, the money ran out. Oh. 
That was if you did buy me Twitter followers. That was very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> See, I go out of my way to make sure everybody knows they're not paid for on my account. You're like, yeah, buy them. Hey, I don't care. Whatever makes me look cool. I don't. I still don't know what I'm doing. Why are you holding your cards like that? Nobody can see what I'm doing. I can see, and it's distracting. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Stella. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Did you see that tape that was invented that is Lego tape? Lego tape that you can put How anywhere? Is it Lego tape? Oh, well, let me tell you about this. This is a New York group that's been uh, doing a crowdfunding, and they met... Their goal, their crowdfunding goal, by over 6,000% because people are so excited about this. So it's a Lego-compatible tape designed to foster Lego building on basically any surface. So what you can do is stick the tape to a wall, to a refrigerator, and it's compatible with Legos. And you oh, can so you build can build out. out from a wall? You can build out from anything. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So they're called uh, Nemuno Loops. Which are tape covered in bumps designed to be compatible with Lego bricks, uh, sought $8,000 uh, in funding on Indiegogo. But as of Wednesday, they raised more than uh, $460,000. That's pretty awesome. With actually. a month left in the campaign because everybody much... is so excited about this. Huh. So you can build around corners on curved surfaces. That's pretty cool. You are they affiliated with Lego? Are they going to get sued by Lego? Uh, they, the... I don't think that they're, because they don't have anything. They say that they can be uh, that Lego can work with it. They don't have Lego in the name. Okay. They don't have anything. It's just tape with bumps on it. That you <laughs> bump can't... tape. Bump tape. Well, they're calling it, which is an awkward word. It's called Nemuno loops. There's probably a reason behind that. We just don't know exactly. So it says uh, you can just and it comes on a roll of tape. You can cut it to whatever length you want. Put it on anything and just snap on logo. Uh, snap on Legos. That's pretty cool. Which is really cool. So it's compatible with Lego. Uh, Mega Blocks, Creo, and most major toy building block systems. Wow. So, yeah. So they've already fully funded it, so expect to be able to see that in the not so distant What a great idea. I need an idea like that. We do need an idea like that, Greg. You're an idea man. I know. You should be be a better idea idea man. I'm an idea man, but then I don't know know how to follow through on them. I come up with the ideas. I need somebody else to do the work. Not a lot of follow through. I need somebody to just pay me to give them ideas. Then they do the 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 real work. work. Yeah, the the actual work of... You're an idea man. I'm an idea man. And a chicken man. Do love chicken. Okay. News out of here in Oregon. Oregon. A small town in southern Oregon with more than 250 acres of land is for sale. You can buy an entire town in southern Oregon for a meager $3 million. What town? Tiller. Tiller. Do you know where Tiller is? The town of Tiller. Uh, so a man by the name of Garrett Zoller, who kind of sounds like some sort of like evil overlord in like yeah, a cartoon. Yeah, what is his name? Garrett, Garrett Zoller. Garrett Zoller. Of Zoller Industries. It's Z-O-L-L-E-R. Uh, so Garrett Zoller. Oh, Zeller. No, Zoller. Z-O-L-L-E-R. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I think it's just there are too many like multiple letters because it's Garrett two R's two T's two and then Zoller two L's. All right, it makes me uncomfortable. Don't be a gun goozler over it. <laughs> I am gun goozling over Derek or Garrett Zoller. <laughs> uh, so Garrett Zoller has listed the town of Tiller, including 256 acres of land, seven homes, and a mile of river for 3.8 million dollars on the real estate listing site Land a mile of Leader. What, what river? Uh, let me see. So the Tiller road? is surrounded. 
Tiller is surrounded by the Umpqua National Forest. Oh, Umpqua River. And Bureau of Land Management lands. Uh, so you'll own part of the Oregon State Highway, Highway 227. I mean, that is really beautiful territory out Known there. Known as the historic, uh, historic Tiller Trail Highway, it passes through the properties and connects to Interstate 5 and State Highway 62. With an elevation of 1,020 feet, Tiller has an exceptional year-round mild climate. So, yes, it doesn't say what uh, what river it is. So also included in the purchase are 28 lots, uh, community water rights, uh, 2 million board feet of mercantile timber, and a Tiller store. There's a general store that you get as well. I don't know. That's pretty fun. That includes a deli, a kitchen, a gas pump, and an apartment. So if you bought it, that means you could go in and get a sandwich anytime you want? You totally could. And you could stay in the apartment. You'd get free gas. Yeah, if you own the town, you get free gas and free sandwiches. Mm. Yeah, so... Uh, he, Give me a sandwich. I own this town. In an interview with the, with the Oregonian... So basically become Zeller. a tyrant of the town. Yeah, you could be... You know that you t- t- you're from Tiller to Nibbler. It would uh-huh. just make it... Make a gentle transition. Uh, Mr. Jenke's asking, if, uh, is this where the new Fun Employment Radio compound will be located? Oh, I'm, I'm so excited for our compound someday, If somebody everyone. would like to buy us the compound, we would totally move down there. That would be awesome. I'd move there. Yeah. I would totally move there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it has a school that's possible. Yeah, 28 different lots, um, river running through it. I'd give my friends free sandwiches, too. That is so kind of you. One. Uh, the owner says it's an opportunity to develop it and do it uh, with a lot of elasticity and less bureaucracy. So the property so far has drawn interest from Chinese investors and oh. also... Well, we can't let the Chinese get it. No. We have to buy it. We have to keep it local. And so also, and also hippies hoping to use the land for hemp production. No, I, well, I don't care. They would, I guess, but I don't know if I want a bunch of drum circles going on. It's not really my deal. No. <sighs> Can you put up a roadblock and like charge for like a toll? You yeah, can't you pass through my could. town without paying a toll. I mean, if it's your town, couldn't you charge Get it? Get off my land. That's how I'd start fee? talking as soon as I bought it, too. You get. You wear like a straw hat. Yeah, well, I'm eating my free sandwich. Mm-hmm, while you're eating your sandwich. Wear overalls. You'd be so huge. <laughs> just eating sandwiches, free be sandwiches sa- oh my all God. day long. You and sandwiches. You would just be never without a sandwich. Yep. You'd have one in each mitt just sitting there in your rocking chair. I'd get myself some. Oh, that would come so some naturally. overalls. I would have to wear overalls. I'd have my free sandwiches. It would be and so then what natural. I'd have is I'd set up like a big, uh, like a hay bale, like guard tower. So I'd sit up there on the hay bale and watch the cars come up to the roadblock I've set up. And, and you're like, not bothering nobody about nothing. I ain't bothering nobody about nothing. <laughs> You just and you take a bite of left you sandwich. Pay a toe. You go buy a sandwich. <laughs> you got you have left sandwich, which is like the meatball one, and you have mm-hmm. right sandwich, which is which is like a turkey, turkey and Swiss. Yeah, I knew it. See, we said turkey at the same time. Yeah. I know you. Yeah, turkey, Swiss, God, avocado. I would import avocados into the town. They'd be limited though. That'd be like my rewards to the town. Oh man, I've got this all worked out. So instead of money, you'd be paid in avocados. I'd be paid in avocados. That's as good as money. Mm-hmm. Avocados are delicious. <gasps> Greg, I lost two followers. Oh boy! Oh, Here it boy. goes. I bragged too much. Yep. I thought I gave the bots proper. Oh, love. how the mighty are crumbling before us! Greg, I loved my bots. <laughs> I grew them. I nourished them. You don't even care about your bots. You want to murder robots? I don't want to murder robots, but I don't want ro- robots to murder me. So I choose to uh, remain dominant over them. All right. So anyway, Tiller is for sale. If you want to buy it for us for our compound. Yeah. Um, no, I would love love that. Out of New York. A man who police described as busting out of his pants 
was arrested at a New York City airport this past weekend. Why was he busting out of his pants? When officers found his legs were heavily strapped and padded with cocaine. Oh. Yeah, so he... Wouldn't you buy, just buy bigger pants? Well, you would think. I mean, uh, if you're going to like, if you're going dealer, to layer I mean, yourself with, if you're going to be a drug smuggler, why don't like you get the, a pair of like Jenkos or something? Is he like the kid from a Christmas story? Like his arms are all out and waddling around, but yeah, really there's just... a picture of him, and he's like squeezed these cocaine like covered legs into tiny pants. It's like just get bigger pants. Go to a thrift store and buy like a pair of four dollar pants. You could have gotten away with it. It wasn't for those pesky tight pants. Man. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it was very obvious that he had something in his pants. Uh, this man's name was Juan Carlos. Uh, he was packing 10 pounds of cocaine worth an estimated uh, $164,000 when he arrived at JFK Airport from the Dominican Republic. Uh, during his examination, Juan Carlos exhibited numerous signs of nervousness, and his pants appeared to be rather snug. See, the pants. Greg, this isn't making sense to me. Why would you just not buy bigger pants? Well, I don't Greg. know. I'm trying to wrap it around. Greg. I, I'm, why wouldn't you wear, like, sweats or something? Well, first I mean, of all, a, that's embarrassing to you wear. should not yeah. wear sweatpants on an airplane. No, and i got to agree with that rule. I know a lot of people say go with comfort, but... Uh, and I'm a man who, who enjoys his comfort, who enjoys his leisure, but I can't wear sweats. Yeah. I, I mean, people sweats. can... Keelan can wear sweats. No, Keelan shouldn't wear sweats either. Well, he wears shiny shorts. He too. shouldn't wear shiny shorts. He shouldn't on a plane. wear shiny shorts. I well, love I can him. wear shiny shorts. No, that's fine. I love him very much, but shiny shorts on a There's plane. nothing wrong with shiny shorts. They're fine. You never know when a basketball game could. Maybe you know, that's break why I'm out. losing my Twitter bots because they like they wear shiny shorts. It could on their bot legs. <laughs> they could be. <laughs> They're like that. Sarah's a bitch. Yep. All right. So there's uh, cocaine strap legs. Next up, Hidden Valley. Now, do you know what Hidden Valley is? Hidden Valley yeah. Ranch. Oh, I thought you meant Hidden Valley, Oregon. There's. Is that where the ranch comes from? I don't think so. Oh, I was actually honestly asking you, and I thought you were going to be mean and be like, "Really, Sarah? Really? You're asking if the ranch comes? From- I'm, I'm assuming it's from California or something." I don't know. I'm I'm not a ranch eater, All right. so I don't really follow. Attention, my ranchies. My oh, Hidden Valley eaters. High School is in Grants Pass. That's what it is. Maybe that's not okay. actually a town. My ranch eaters out there. Hidden Valley. Where's my ranchies at? Is Where are my ranchies at? Uh, Hidden Valley is now offering ranch dressing fans the chance to take their favorite condiment to the next level. Hidden Valley has invented a ranch fountain. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. <laughs> so instead of like those fondue, like chocolate fountain things, they've created a ranch fountain, which I'm pretty sure is just the same machine, but they poured ranch in it. But it's okay. We'll just let that slide. That's any- so gross. <laughs> a fountain of ranch. That is one of the grossest things. The I company has announced the creation of the Ranch Out, a ranch dressing dispensing fountain. <laughs> How in the style much ranch do you need that it would necessitate fountains. an entire fountain? Like, really, that just doesn't well, make any sense. The fountain, which costs uh, 100 American dollars on the website Flavor Gallery, comes with a year's supply of ranch, which is uh, 12 bottles of Hidden Valley Ranch in the 32 ounce size. You get 12 32 ounce bottles of ranch. Well, how much is a bottle of ranch normally? Like three bucks. I honestly I have no idea. I think it's like $3. I've never purchased it. In my entire life. He's total, that's a humble brag right there. I've never purchased ranch dressing. Hashtag humble brag. Yep. So Greg's bragging about them. Uh, yeah, it's probably about like $3, $4, I think, depending on the quality. I don't know about Hidden Valley. Okay. 
Yes. So it's not that bad a deal, I guess, if you really want the Yeah, fountain. so for one hundred dollars you get yeah, the um dip dispenser, the dispensing fountain, plus uh Twelve bottles of thirty-two ounce ranch. That is a lot so of fucking gross. ranch. That's so gross. How does a, how what does do you a dip in it? Work? I don't know. You're a ranch eater. Like, what would you dip in? No, it? I'm like, not talking about. This is ranch specific, and... but I'm saying like with chocolate fountains and things. I know, like, it flows down, then it goes to the bottom. Does it like circulate back up and go up to the top again? How do you think it gets there? <laughs> Tell no. me how you think it works. No, <laughs> I, want, I want you to work out how you think it actually works and tell me what that is. No, no, I'm not going to. There's a series of tubes, right? <laughs> there is a series of tubes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, as Jakey says, it just goes down the drain. you got to constantly refill it. Damn, do you have like a bucket underneath you it? You just got to keep the bucket it. it. Yeah, you take that bucket out. You got to pour the bucket gotta back up top. You got to get your bucket out. Mm-hmm. So what would you dip in it, though? That's what I don't understand. Would you just like take like a piece of pizza and hold it under the ranch um, fountain? No, you can dip <laughs> carrots. You can dip broccoli. You can dip cauliflower. You can dip chips. You can dip, oh my gosh, uh, buffalo wings. You can dip chicken strips. You can dip french fries. Oh my God. Just There's hold so it all under things. there. Just dangle it in there and then that it all the kind of mixes. That is the grossest fountain ever. That is so disgusting. Little Because like, eventually it's just going to get little bits of like chicken and chips. Oh, it's all going to be start mixed together. Up. It's going to get oh, all gummy. And, like, and then you're going to get like a little crunch and then you're like, what is that? Like, oh, there it is. That's a little piece of chicken nugget. <laughs> oh, mmm. It's been soaking. It's been marinating. Uh, so Hidden Valley representatives said that the reason they came up with it because is because they had numerous requests from people throwing birthday parties uh, for weddings, and they all wanted a ranch fountain. <laughs> There's so many people wanting ranch people fountains. People were just vying for ranch I, fountains. I do admit, though, I do want to go to the wedding where there is a ranch fountain, not so I can eat it. No, you would eat it. Are you kidding? No, me? I would not. You absolutely would, you filthy liar. I would not. I don't like ranch. I really don't like the flavor. <laughs> I, I can assure you, I I wouldn't. I'll eat everything before it goes into the ranch. But I'm just saying, the people that are demanding a ranch, <laughs> a ranch fountain after wedding, demanding. It's they probably, were gently asking. It's probably honestly going to be a pretty fun wedding, or it'll be really racist. It's going to be one or the other. So I don't know which, <laughs> but assuming it's not racist, there are probably a lot of people who who really uh, know how to party. That's what that's. That's the sign. I want to go to the it's wedding. The I just I want to go to I the know wedding. you do. Yeah. I know you do. I just want to people watch. All right. And we did talk about this last year, but it's important to bring it up because it's just weird. A big festival took place this past weekend in Japan called the Hodare Festival. Hodor. Hodare. Hodare. Uh, the Hodare Festival happens in the city of Nagoka. Sure. It happens in Japan. And it's considered one of the country's biggest and best. Nagoka? N-A-G-O-K-A? No, N-A-G-A-O-K-A. Nagoka? Sure. In Japan. The Hodare Festival in Japan is considered one of the country's biggest and best giant penis festivals. Oh, boy. Yes, this happens every year where young brides ride a seven-foot-tall wooden phallus through the streets for an ancient fertility ritual. Wow. This is a real thing. On the second Sunday of March every year, Japanese women who have wed in the past 12 months uh, put on their traditional Japanese bridal gowns and then take turns straddling a giant wooden penis as, as it's carried through the streets. 
Seriously, this is a serious thing. They do this for fertility. Uh, so the giant seven-foot phallus is uh, celebrated as an emblem of good fortune, with huge crowds gathering not only to ride on the penis, but to touch it as it passes to try and get some of its good luck. Wow. Nagaoka. Nagaoka. Okay, cool. Uh, the festivities are seen as bestowing fertility, marital bliss, and good luck on those who participate. So Hodare translates into Hodor. English as male genitals. Uh, so it is believed uh, that there have been Hodor festivals held in Japan for centuries, although in recent years they have uh, become much bigger tourist attractions, probably because they're parading it. Giant seven foot wooden penis through town that <laughs> I, women are jumping on <laughs> trying to get. How do pregnant. you spell this? How do you uh, spell the H-O-D-A-R-E. name? H O D A R E. The Hodare Festival. Hodare. Hodare. Yes. Oh yeah, there are there are pictures. Oh, it's yeah, it's not a joke. Like they really do this for luck and fertility. <laughs> so if you have ever been thinking about going to Japan uh, and you want to shoot for something interesting. Second uh, second week of March, second weekend of March, that is when the Hodare Festival happens every year. All right, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. All right, well, I know we need to get to some ball talk here really quick, and uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody tuning in. And I do want to want to give, give a thank you to Worthy Brewing, the fine sponsors of our Fun Employment Radio Green Room. Worthy Brewing is fantastic. Well, hey, it's just great beer. It is. And uh, I actually had one of them yesterday. Oh, I sure well, did, I had a Kolsch yesterday. Actually, I had two of them yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, think about it. I had a Kolsch, and then I ended up having an IPA later, which is just fine. Because uh, Worthy Brewing is wonderful. They're available in stores all over the Pacific Northwest and beyond. And uh, you can always go to their website, worthybrewing.com. And their main location is out in Bend, which is a really cool oh, spot. We're looking forward. one of these days. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to hopefully uh, making it out there and checking out their new uh, observatory that they have going in to the to the main location. The Hopservatory. The Hopservatory, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, Worthy Brewing, big thank you to them for sponsoring the Fun Employment Radio Green Room. So definitely try them out at your local establishments. Get a Worthy Beer. I just purchased some at my local grocery store. Did you yesterday. indeed? At my local grocery store. I did at my local grocery not store. Not a foreign grocery grocery store. I didn't travel well, to I it. Mean, I found it at my local sponsors. grocery store. I mean, everyone pretty much knows who it is because I've said it several times, but I don't. I need, I, well, I no, the grocery them, store. We don't need to give them credit. Not the grocery. Exactly. That's well, it doesn't matter where. There's it's grocery my local stores grocery everywhere. Store. Well, yeah, the important thing is that they have Worthy Brewing. Yeah, and I'm very excited that my local grocery store carries an abundance of Worthy Brewing. No, that's a good thing. Yes. Worthy is delicious. It is. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. All right, I got a few different things here to get through. Before I dispense some more facts, it's the day of facts here at Fun Employment Radio. Greg, I haven't gotten those two followers back. Don't be a shuler. All right. First up, we have this in Seattle Seahawks news. And I'm only going to quote what the, uh, what the memes are doing and what, well, the Twitter is saying. So, uh, of course, you know, Marshawn Lynch is retired. He is no longer a member of the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, doesn't play yeah. in the NFL anymore. That's the Skittles guy, right? That's the Skittles guy. Also the guy who tried to run me over with a scooter at Digital Trends. That, I'm not going to forget about that. And he also, humble brag. he also no, he also wouldn't take a picture with me because I was a dude. Humble brag. Is that a humble brag? When you're talking about the time that, oh, yeah, you're having an anecdote about the time that you met Marshawn Lynch and he tried to run you over with a scooter. He wasn't By the very way, nice. I don't eat ranch dressing. Bah, bah, bah. 
Well, he did try to run me over the school. Why don't you talk about the time you met Lady Gaga, too? That'd be cool. Oh, Lady Gaga? Totally I can play the sounder. Well, somebody's just a little upset they've lost two bots. I know. All right. I did lose two eggs. <laughs> some... God damn it. All right. First up, uh, like I said, Seattle Seahawks uh, looking to sign somebody else, sign another player, sign another running back. Now, Marshawn Lynch's nickname was Beast Mode. They even coined it. I think he's got a line of shirts or something that are called Beast Mode. Now, the Seattle Seahawks have signed former Green Bay Packers running back Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy is not getting the same um, cool nickname as Beast Mode for his signing. Uh-oh. Eddie Lacy's a good running back. but uh, And he just signed for... I want to say this first. A one-year deal worth $5.5 million with $3 million guaranteed. So I don't feel too bad for Eddie Lacy, and the team is absolutely on board. But fans are giving him a new nickname because I guess Eddie Lacy has been known throughout his NFL career to have a problem with staying in uh, game shape. The (gasps) off-seasons. Did he have a Raymond Felton cheeseburger problem? He's kind of like that. Mm -hmm. And so during this last off-season, apparently... I mean, you're a professional athlete. You're paid to be in shape. You're, he's getting $5 million to be in shape. I guess he put on about uh, 30 pounds. I want someone pounds. to pay me to be in shape. That would totally help. Yeah, if you want to pay me $5 million, yeah, I'll, you better believe I'll stay in shape. I don't need $5 million. I'd do it for a reasonable amount. Okay. All right. Well, there we go, everybody. <laughs> Check your bank accounts now. See, make Sarah an offer. All right. <laughs> so... He's uh, he reported in and he signed the deal and Seattle said they're okay that he's he's over his over his weight but he's about thirty pounds heavier than he should be as an NFL running back for his weight and size. Oh, he should be two hundred forty pounds and I guess he's showing in at two hundred sixty seven pounds, which that's a big weight difference. When I mean your job is to run the football, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be really fast. So. The issue here, though, is that fans are giving him a different nickname, so there's various ones that are going around online. Oh, are they mean? Well, it's not Beast Mode. He's being called Feast Mode. (laughs) (laughs) And also Eat Mode are what people are putting up there. Again, the man's getting $3 million guaranteed money for one year of work to be a running back. So, (laughs) Feast Mode is what... (laughs) I'll be more calling him. So there we go. Just putting that out there. Just saying this is what the people are doing. This is what the people are saying. Merely reporting the news. Feast mode. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Going to step out of uh, American sports just for a minute. Just to, I just want an update on this. So the 2018 Winter Olympics. Next year, obviously. And it's being reported. They're going to be taking place in South Korea. It's being reported that the Russian team may not have enough athletes to even field a team at this event because more than 1,000 athletes across 30 sports have been implicated or involved in doping between 2011 and 2015. Oh, wow. 1,000 athletes. So there's so many of them that aren't going to qualify, it's possible that they may not even be able to field a team. That's the report coming out. Wow. A thousand. That's a, that's a state-sponsored everybody's on drugs. There we go. Well, I assume everybody's on drugs. I assume they are, too. It's Russia. All right. Moving on to ball talk. All right. It is time. i got to talk about this. So the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions oh. is now open for business. 
Funemploymentradio.com slash T-O-C. That's T-O-C. Where you can go and sign up for a bracket to compete in our Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, which is for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament March Madness Bracket. Crap, I need to fill mine out. You got to fill it out. You have until Thursday morning at, I believe, like 9 a.m. Pacific time, I think, is when the... When the cutoff is, you have to you have to have it filled out before the first game. Once the game starts, that's it. Your bracket is locked Shit. in. Okay. Sixty four teams. You make the predictions on how you think it's all going to work out, and the one who gets the most correct, they will be uh, counted as the champion, and they win glory. Glory is what you win. So, fun, again, funemploymentradio.com slash toc, and you can join our tournament. Now, a couple of words of note. I've got, I've got some facts and some information that I wanted to bring up. Wow. One name you're going to hear a lot of, probably, assuming they win a couple of games, is UCLA's Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Okay, solid So Lonzo name. Ball is a, a good player. He's a good player. Um, but he's being more, he's getting more notification right now because of his father. His father is... Well, he's very supportive of his son and his, his the son's two brothers, all three of them. However, he's also a bit of a loudmouth. So he's made a couple of different proclamations lately. One, he said, his son, Lonzo Ball, is better than Michael Jordan was. Oh, boy. The greatest basketball player of all time. And he says his, what, 19-year-old uh, son is better, better than Michael Jordan was. Sure, he doesn't sound crazy sure. at all. Sure. Sure. And also, he has made a public proclamation for a shoe deal for for not only Lonzo Ball, who is the player who's going to be competing in the tournament for UCLA, but also Lonzo's two younger brothers, Leangelo and LaMelo, who are still in high school. The father said that he will take a billion-dollar offer from a shoe company <laughs> to sponsor all three sons. And he said he'll even give them a deal where it's only $100 million a year, and you get all three of them. Wow. Oh, yes. Uh, Courtney in the That must have been chat. fun growing up in that household. He did also say that his son is better than Steph Curry as well. Steph Curry, the reigning MVP of the two-time MVP of the National Basketball Association. So a lot of, uh, I, I mean, I'll give him credit in that he's gotten his son some notoriety. It may come to backfire on him because once he gets into the NBA and he starts playing around competition that's up uh, that at or far above his level, they're going to destroy him. You know, players are going to love going oh, at him. I know. And the dad's oh, yeah, probably going to be Michael Jordan, all, huh? Just no. And the dad's probably going to be all like crazy, like Donald Trump, and be like, "No, well, that's not what I said. Well, everyone's it's fake. They're all but like not as good as my sons." I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's he's just a, he maybe needs to tone it down just a little bit, that guy. But anyway, that's what he is saying right there. So you'll see that name a lot, Lonzo Bell. I think if if UCLA wins a couple of games, you'll definitely be seeing his name. All right, let's do a couple of facts here, Sarah. Facts about the March Madness tournament. Now, again, you need to know nothing about basketball. It's just a fun thing to watch, and you, these are teams that most people have probably never even heard of. You've never watched a game. I've hardly watched any men's basketball at mm-hmm. all this year. It's just not really my sport until now because it's so much fun because there are upsets. People lose that are not supposed to lose, and that's the really, really fun thing about it because you get what's called the Cinderella team, who's just some podunk little school or maybe seemingly podunk, not a big basketball school, that will come in, and they're playing against the best of the best. And sometimes those little schools, it's just one game, 
they knock off. That's what helped me last year because I remember I, I picked one random team. Yeah. And everyone else in like they won. And that's the thing. You never know. And that's why and that's why my bracket was good because I ended up picking a random team that was not supposed to even beat this other like really great team. Some team could just get hot and then they'll uh, they'll win it. You know, or, or go far in the tournament. You generally speaking, it's going to be one of the top teams that wins the overall tournament, but not necessarily. You never know how it's going to work, work out, and that's why it's so much fun because you're competing against everybody. You've made your guesses, and then you just see if you're right. And I, I, it's a good time. So, a couple of facts though about uh, about the tournament, just so that people are aware of these things. As I said, the odds. So the odds of getting a perfect bracket. Most people say it's one in nine point two quintillion. And then I think I had that other one that was a one in like two billion the other day. I think it's more closer to the quintillion, honestly, to get every single, get an absolutely perfect bracket. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, really, really difficult. Uh, another, another fact, roughly $1.9 billion in hourly corporate losses will be incurred over, over the uh, time of March Madness because of people at work watching the games on their computer. And not working. Oh, of course. Oh, I forgot about that. $1.9 billion is what's estimated <laughs> as far as the the American workforce that will be hourly uh, hourly corporate losses. Uh, let's see. The NCAA doesn't want you to gamble on your bracket. So the official policy of the NCAA is that fantasy leagues, March Madness brackets, sports pools, online sports bets, and sports parlay cards are all forms of sports wagering. If you put something at risk, such as an entry fee for an opportunity to win something in return, you violate the NCAA sports wagering bylaws. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. They also don't pay their athletes. They make a ton of money off of this. So there's that. Uh, let's see. No bottom seed, which is this number 16 seed. So there's four number 16s. It's divide, the tournament's 64 teams divided into four separate brackets. Okay. That's how you get your final four. All right, yeah, because I'm looking at the bracket now. And yeah, so you have a north, today. south, east, west. Doesn't really necessarily correspond to where the schools are. They just kind of get seated where they are, like geographically. But no number 16 team has ever upset a number one. So there's that. I'm really looking forward to getting uh, to winning this whole thing with my one and you're not going to quintillion. Win. Oh no, it'll be me. Uh, let's I was see. reading some of the names. That was what distracted me. Oh yes, it's right. I can't say March Madness. Uh, the insanity of the month before April. Insanity my of bad. the month before April. Insanity of the month before April. Oh my gosh, I was just looking at these names, and one of them is April's unborn calf, which was the name of the giraffe. Did that giraffe still not have its fucking baby? I hate, I hate the giraffe. I know you did, but you know what? You're the one that watched it. Todd Workoven posted on my page another stupid giraffe update. I cannot stand that giraffe. Nope. Still hasn't had the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, is, I'm telling you, it's fake. That stupid giraffe thing is fake. That giraffe is not even she's pregnant. she's faking it? It's a fake pregnancy? It's not, the zoo is faking it. And look at, the, look at how many views they're getting on this thing. I mean, it's got to be starting to break records at this point. I don't know. I haven't. I bet that giraffe's not even pregnant. I have no desire to watch a giraffe like wobble around awkwardly and uncomfortably in a pen. fake baby. It's a fake baby. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and let alone, I, ugh, I do not want to watch that giraffe give birth. Why? Why would anybody no. want to watch that? No, I don't know. I don't need to watch that. I saw my sister give. birth. I mean, that after it happens, enough. sure, I'll, I'll look at the. Okay, yeah, there's a baby giraffe ring around. Like, notify me then and be like, oh yeah, look at that. It's a baby giraffe. Cool. I don't need to see the process of before that. Not interested. Only one coach has ever won an NBA championship and an NCAA championship, and that is Larry Brown. 
It's a little little oh, tidbit. Girl, Larry Brown. A little fact you can dish out at the water cooler. Larry Brown, who did it with the Kansas Jayhawks and with the uh, Detroit Pistons. Oh, boy. Yep. A little fact. Fun fact. Oh, gosh, Greg, I lost another Twitter follower. Oh, boy. National calamity. Oh, my All box. right. Finally, finally, I'll do this. It is estimated that there will be a lot of pizza and a lot of beer drank during March. Oh, my gosh, March. I want pizza. Uh, American beer companies, such as Worthy Brewing, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, oh my gosh. produce an average of 14 million barrels a month. That number will bloat to somewhere between 17 to 18 million barrels in March, just to satisfy all the people that are out drinking beer and watching March Madness. Also, pizza orders will increase by 19%. Dang. Yeah. All right, so there we pizza go. Pizza is delicious. Pizza is delicious. Are we going to go through some of the names? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to do that right now. So the funemploymentradio.com slash TOC, that is where you can join our fun bracket to see, just to see if you could possibly, probably not, beat me in this tournament, which is probably not going to happen, but you can compete for a second. <laughs> All right. Oh, I just Some of the names of the brackets that uh, we haven't said yet. Let's see. Uh, um, there's Hoops on Hoops. Hoops on Hoops. That's a good one. <laughs> that's amazing. That's a good one. Uh, that's Tyson's. The Reverend's Big Balls Picks. Uh, Dr. Fantasy's Genius Bracket. All uh, right. Eric says uh, the anus was un- unremarkable. What? Do you remember that from the story, the anus was unremarkable? Oh, yeah. That was from a story a long time ago. Uh, street yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eunice's Picks. Uh, Greg's Downstairs Mix-Up. Bracket Storm. Let's see. Be, more, be more Intimate. <laughs> What's Rick up to these days? <laughs> Be more intimate. Did you say the the short Americans, short Americans welcome aboard? Short Americans welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. As a short American, just want to say I appreciate that one. Trying mine first. <laughs> That's awesome. Trying mine first. Uh, make America dunk again. <laughs> Security tagged work pants. These are all the names of the brackets. You get to choose your bracket name, whatever it is you may want. I like to this it. one. It's just Bigfoot sweat socks. <laughs> <laughs> Points on poops on poops. Yeah, Hoops on Hoops is pretty great. Some of my best pie are pizzas, Sharky Rules, Brackety Sacks, The Wall Man Cometh. All oh, right, God. there's so many good ones in here, so we'll, we'll try to name some more. So, again, you still have time to get yours in. You just have to, you have to sign up and have it filled in by uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time, I believe, maybe even before that. Yeah, so fill it all in. Like, just pick yeah, make random sure. teams and make sure you make sure, because I almost forgot this before, make sure you fill in the... Uh, you're talking from like what you know what you're talking about. I need to tell the people what it looks like. Just fill in all the squares. Just pick random numbers, like like the what you think the tie is going to be. Uh huh. Just don't fit. If you don't fill that out, then you cannot participate, and your whole thing will just be. I mean, you can, but there's no end point because you can't win. Yeah. And you can't beat Greg, and that's all that's we're impossible. all doing this for anyway. Absolutely, it's impossible. Clearly. All right, so go there. You can fill it out. Joining the fund. I think uh, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Greg, what did I do to my bots? Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened to your bots. But I'm, your bots are your bots are revolting. Your bots heard you. You don't know what you got till it's gone, Greg. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't realize I even a... cared about Twitter followers until they started. It's a fact of life. Abandoning me, they started jumping ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a real, real rough one. Real, real, real rough one. Uh, I do have a couple of other things though to say though, really quick. Yes. One, I want to talk about Next Adventure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Next Adventure, of course, another fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and they're having some great deals going on right now if you're looking to get a boat or a board. So if you want, like, a stand-up paddleboard or a kayak or uh, you're looking for a canoe, they've got the Next Adventure Paddle Sports Center. 
And over there, they're having a huge deal on them right now. Oh, yeah. Because summer is right around the corner. Like we've it is. We've it, traipsed our way through this shit bag of a winter, and now like the reason why we all live here in Oregon is coming back. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of really fantastic deals that are going on. So I would highly suggest going down there and checking it out. You can also go to nextadventure.net, and they've got you know kind of a link and showing you what it is. But it's a progressive sale. So they said the deals get better as the sales go on. Limited quantities. So you kind of want to get in there and scoop it up at the right time, at the right place, at the right price to, mm-hmm. get, to get it. So I would definitely get down there and check it out. They've got experts in to talk you through whether you're a beginner or an expert or a fisherman, what it, whatever it is. They've got somebody there that can talk to you about it. And and the great thing about Next Adventure too, is they speak to you like you're a normal person. Mm-hmm. So if you say, like, hey, I don't know anything about this. Cool. Well, let's start from the I beginning. I like it because it's, it's totally unintimidating. That's, it's the, not that's intimidating. the best way to put it. Because when you walk into a sports store, so it's like, oh, do you want like a 720 or a 450? I'm like, I don't know what the You don't what know what your size is? God, yeah. bro. No, they're I'm not like, like that. I don't know what kind it is. I'm no. Like, I want this kind of tent. And they'll be like, cool, this is what would work for that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, next adventure, next adventure. Dot net. Uh, go down there and check out the Paddle Sports Center right here in Portland, Oregon. All right. Um, oh, yeah. We, we're talking about the winter. Well, do want to give a shout out to our East Coast listeners. I know you guys are going through an, oh, yeah, an actual winter. Oh, yeah. Jess, let's say that to my two feet of snow yeah, in my you, you guys have an actual winter nightmare that's going on. So hope everybody's yeah. safe and enjoying some beer maybe at home. I don't know if you can make it to work or just be yeah, safe just be wherever safe it is you there. are. And, uh, and thanks for tuning into our show. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone out there, for being so amazing. We really do appreciate it. Our live show tomorrow will be at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Pacific time when you can tune in to this show. March Madness will have already started. Excuse me, the insanity of the month before April will have already yes, started. Yes, so fill so we'll out your updates. brackets. I'm going to do it right now. I'll tell you who's going to win tomorrow right here on the show. So you all feel bad about it because you didn't pick them. Uh, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Let go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.